now it's time for ultimate bass your all bass fishing radio show for the next hour ultimate bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of america's favorite game fish ultimate bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros bringing you the latest in tackle techniques technology and just plain talk and now here's the host of ultimate bass tournament pro kent brown it is Saturday morning, April 7th, Easter weekend. I'm sorry, Chris and I were just talking if Albert Pujols went 0 for 4 last night or not. It was very important because he's not a Cardinal anymore. Sorry, guys. I just thought I'd point that out to you. And, uh, yeah, for all you Angel fans listening on the uh, on the uh, archive show later, I don't want to hear it. Hey, uh, speaking of our archive shows, um, we're working on last week's show with Ish Monroe and Skeet Reese. Didn't realize that it was not up, guys. It, it was up there for a day, and then it disappeared. So uh, Wendy's working on it. Let us know when that happens. Throw us an email. Let us know what's going on. Don't want you guys to miss the archive shows at uh, ultimatebassradio.com. There's a lot going on um, across the country, across the street, and uh, you know, not so much local other than last week's uh, FLW tournament wrapping things up at the California Delta. Uh, the FLW Everstart Series, three days of fishing, 67 pounds of bass, and it came down to one ounce. Brian Carpenter from Bethel Island, California, uh, tops the field down there on the California Delta, 67.06 after three days, a brutal final day. Uh, big winds, big ugly weather, um, nasty fishing, and uh, just this tournament was weird. This was a tournament where you had a lot of guys talking about they didn't have a fish until uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Um, had one fish in the live well at one o'clock. I heard all those stories. So many anglers came in with a big bag day one and, uh, you know, seven or eight pounds on day two, or they had seven or eight pounds on day one and backed it up with a big bag on day two, but could, uh, could not put two days together. Tough one. Uh, Brian Carpenter just, uh, just narrowly, narrowly edging out. Uh, Phil Dutra, Brian Carpenter, he's going to join us live. What else? What's he going to be doing today? Well, he's headed back to the Delta, the Fish and Angler's Choice Team Tournament, of course. Uh, that's what Delta Rats do. But uh, Dutra in second. Jeff Michaels in third. Michaels, uh, the leader, going into the uh, final day. Michaels only had 14.04 going into uh, the last day. Charlie Alamassi. Uh, Charlie, I know, uh, I don't know how he performed as well as he did uh, last week. Charlie's wife, Nicole, you know, worked for Don Lee. Um, Don Lee was, uh, was family, family for, uh, for Charlie and Nicole and, and, uh, Charlie was, uh, through the whole thing of Don passing away. Um, gosh, I don't know how he performed. He did a great job. Uh, 63, 10 finishing up in fourth. Tim Vincus, uh, don't know if they let Vincus sing the national anthem. They should have. We, uh, we let him do that at a Triton owners tournament. He's got a great voice. Tim Vincus in fifth, uh, Salvador Herrera, Sal Herrera in sixth. Uh, oh God. Yeah. The guy with the fountain of youth that flows through his backyard. Uh, Mike Folkstad in seventh. What's he doing down there? Finishing so high at the Delta. Eric Parra. Um, Eric was one of those guys just up and down, up and down, weighed uh, a giant bag on day one, 31, 08, backed it up with 17. And then it went to six thirteen for five. Um, Tough one for Eric Parr, but a great finish. Eighth place, Ron Johnson in ninth. Roy Hawk in tenth, uh, rounding out the top ten back there. So uh, uh, pretty cool. California Delta. Russo's Marina, they've got one left. That's going to be in April, and that is going to be uh, Clear Lake. That's going to be a great tournament. Jeff Michaels takes the point lead in um, from Lakehead, California, 577 points. He's uh, got a pretty comfortable cushion over, uh, oh, yeah. We know this guy. Second place, Double G from Red Bluff, California. Greg Gutierrez. Uh, Greg's sitting in uh, second in the point standings. Eric Parra in third. How about this? If you're coming to the Party Lake Recreation Area, uh, Jackson Rancheria, Party Media Day. I read down, I went down the top 12 guys. Six of those guys in the FLW Everstart Series points race are going to be on the water with us at Party Lake. So you talk about, you know, you want to follow the best fishermen? Uh, here you go, man. We've got, uh, we've got Jeff Michaels. We've got Greg Gutierrez. We've got Jimmy Reese. We've got Zach Thompson. Uh, we've got Mike Tuck, Robert Lee. Uh, all those guys are uh, going to be hanging out with us. So, uh, pretty good chance you're going to be watching the FLW Everstart Series Angler of the Year fish about 
a day after they clinched the Angler of the Year title, whoever that may be. So uh, going to be interesting to watch. Pretty uh, pretty wide open points race going on. Michaels has a, a fairly fairly big lead over uh, Gutierrez, but uh, it's going to be uh, uh, going to be a lot of fun. Jimmy Reese in fourth, Joe Uribe Jr. in fifth, Zach Thompson in sixth, uh, Dwayne Dunstone in seventh, Mike Wright in, s- in eighth, Sean Menderman in ninth, Charlie Alamassi rounding out the top ten in the point standings. Uh, Mike Tuck and Robert Lee, 11th and 12th. Both of them will be down there as well. So it uh, should be a lot of fun to uh, to hang out. A lot of tournaments going on across the country. Just because we uh, didn't have any big tournaments going on, they had a rescheduled tournament going on with FLW Outdoors. Um, they rescheduled uh, Bull Shoals from Table Rock. Table Rock Lake was uh, the Everstart Series back there. Uh, Table Rock, the guys were getting ready to fish when the uh, tornadoes went through there and uh, just tore things up, and they canceled that event and moved it to a uh, midweek event during Easter week at Bull Shoals and uh, just prior to the uh, FL, or the Bassmaster Elite Series guys showing up there. Uh, Robbie Dotson, local from Harrison, Arkansas, one of the uh, the uh, pre-tournament favorites going in. Uh, Robbie Dotson le- winning the tournament. Uh, tournament is over. Uh, they wrapped it up yesterday. But uh, the reason we point this out is, well, we've got to go right down there to fourth place. He decided... Hey, what the heck? I got nothing going on. I'll stick around. Jay Luke, Justin Lucas finishing up in fourth. Great job for Jay Luke, uh, making another cut. Thirty-nine pounds, so uh, good deal for uh, for Jay Luke. Okay, you guys got to bear with me. The uh, the uh, the cough is starting to starting to get me. Uh, let's see, Bassmaster uh, is got a uh, Southern Open going on, and uh, that tournament. Has uh, one more day going on as well. That tournament going on, the Bass Pro Shop Southern Open at uh, Lake Norman, Charlotte, North Carolina. How about this guy? Talk about being on a roll, making another top 12 cut back there. Uh, he'll be fishing today, Ish Monroe. Ish is, uh, Ish is in 12. Tracy Adams leading the tournament, but uh, a lot of uh, Bassmaster Elite Series guys, Bradley Roy, uh, Gerald Swindle, Jason Williamson, uh, a couple of Western guys up there, though. Kevin Hawk in fourth. You know, Kevin lives at... Uh, Gunnersville, Alabama now. Uh, Kevin, formerly from San Diego and uh, former Forest Wood Cup champion. Uh, Kevin Hawk in fourth back there. He's having a great tournament. Clifford Perch from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Clifford making a, a splash over on the Bassmaster Open Series as well. He's in seventh, so uh, pretty cool to see our guys go down that list. And uh, they're having uh, having a pretty good tournament-ish. Gosh, he's on a roll. He's fishing so well. Um, seems like he's, uh, he's cashing checks just about everywhere he goes. He's had a couple of couple of rough finishes but he's uh he's doing very very well back there so uh pretty cool definitely the uh win and you're in in the open series and uh, trying to get the guys fishing the opens to uh cross over into the Bassmasters Classic if you win you automatically qualify definitely has the attention of the elite series guys even early on into the season uh Leon Knight he's uh, he's in 30 finished up in 34th you guys remember Leon he was uh part of the Don Davis Leon Knight crew that did the winching the boats into the uh beaver over the beaver dam and into the backwater lake down on the uh California Delta so that's uh that's pretty cool to uh to uh, see that as well. Hey, we got a lot going on. We've got, uh, we do have Brian Carpenter checking on in with us. I got an opportunity to uh, run away this week. I, man, my favorite place in the whole world. I, I've told a lot of you guys in seminars at boat shows and stuff, if you want to, uh, uh, you want to go fishing somewhere, you want to catch some big fish, take the first week of April off and go to Clear Lake and just, uh, you know, doesn't matter what the weather's doing. They're somewhere and you're going to catch them. Uh, got an opportunity to go up there and, and uh, do some business with the, um, Casino at uh, Canocta Vista Casino, not only for the Triton Owners Tournament, but you'll be hearing uh, more from uh, Canocta Vista Casino and a lot of the folks around Clear Lake as we uh, uh, we are looking to uh, bring the Doc Talk section back to uh, Ultima Bass Radio. We'll be talking about uh, Clear Lake every week, giving you guys uh, what's going on there. So uh, we're, we're working on putting all that back together. So it's going to be kind of cool. But, uh, man, had a chance to go fishing for uh, two days up on Clear Lake Fish with my old friend John Brossard from North Lake Ford. And uh, we got to spend an afternoon on the water together with the Alabama rig. Me, Brosard, and the Alabama rig. And we absolutely crushed them. Had a great time. Um, just caught a bunch of fish. It was uh, really a lot of fun. Um, last uh, weekend after the show, got my old buddy Howard Schwartz. Uh, Howard goes to all the Ultimate Bass University classes. Got him a six-pound, two-ounce spotted bass at Folsom. Uh, in the back of my boat. It was pretty cool to uh, see how he put that big one in the boat. So uh, it was uh, it was awesome. But clear like, man, wow, it was fishing good. And, um, yeah, I uh, I fished all week. I just uh, kind of 
yeah, I screwed off all week, basically. I Thursday uh, went to Camp Far West and uh, filmed a TV show with Tammy Curtis. So uh, we got a chance to do that. Did a little filming at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse before we went and then headed up to the lake and went fishing. So it was fun. Uh, got an opportunity to uh, spend entirely, probably according to Maryland, entirely too much time on the deck of my Triton, but uh, it was uh, it was a good week. Got a chance to uh, to go do some fishing, so um, no uh, no problem there. Party Lake Media Day is coming, and it is coming up to uh, April 29th on Sunday, so it's going to be a lot of fun. You know what? We had full moon, warm weather. Weather's warming up. Fish are starting to move up. They want to spawn. They want to move up on the beds, and that's a time of year whether you uh, love to bed fish or you don't like to bed fish, but uh, you just kind of want a little understanding of what's going on, how to catch them, what to do. Uh, we are going to join the best sight fisherman I know, the guy that taught me all the uh, ins and outs of sight fishing. Uh, he's the host of City Limits Fishing Show and uh, our old buddy, um, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, Byron Velvet. Byron's going to be joining us uh, live this morning. And uh, kind of funny, never could get Byron live this early in the morning. Now that he has a little girl, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm up 730, which is Texas time. Uh, I'll give you a call. No problem. We'll hang out. So uh, we're going to be talking to uh, BV as well. We'll be hanging out with uh, Byron Velvick. Talking, uh, talking sight fishing today. Ross England's going to check in a little bit later, give us a Clear Lake report. He was on the water yesterday, and uh, both times I talked to him on the phone, both times his clients were fighting fish. So uh, obviously the bite was pretty good up at, uh, up at Clear Lake as well. And uh, Brian Carpenter's going to be calling in. We'll be talking a little bit about how he did things down on the California Delta. You know, it was a, um, a, a real shock. And uh, some of you folks that watch a lot of uh, TV fishing shows, not a bass fishing show, but he, but uh, but a great guy, have uh, got to do um, several different things with him over the years with uh, with Costa. And um, it was just a shock yesterday to find out that uh, the host of Spanish Fly um, TV show, and he was, uh, 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 Jose Wahibi was uh, just a great guy, fly fisherman, was uh, killed in a private plane accident in Florida yesterday, and uh, and uh, just thoughts out to Jose's family and and uh, just a, a really one of the really good guys and a, a member of the fraternity and we we lost a member of the family. He's he's just a, a great guy and did so much for kids and Make a Wish Foundation and um, all kinds of stuff. And it was his uh, his private plane that uh, that uh, went down. So um, guys, we're gonna jump into a set of breaks. I'm gonna answer this phone call from Brian Carpenter. Give him a number to call in again. We come back we with the FLW Everstart Series, Delta Champs. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lawrence. Less noise, more targets, crystal-clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep-water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years' manufacturing experience, Lawrence products provide sport with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining 5-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda Outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. 
Hey, are you tired of not finding all the baits you want for your Alabama rig, whether it's the heads, whether it's the hooks, the wires, the trailers, all the stuff you need? Well, High's Tackle Box in South San Francisco, they have everything you need, along with all the reels from Daiwa, Shimano, extended discounts and programs for everything that you need to go fishing, whether you're on the Delta, you're fishing the Motherlode Lakes, you're fishing up here in the valley, or headed off to Clear Lake. They've got everything you need. Sure, you can always order it from HighsTackleBoxShop.com, but they invite you to stop in and check out their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. High's Tackle Box, your Bay Area headquarters for everything you need to go bass fishing. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back before we jump in with uh, FLW Everstart Delta Champ. Brian Carpenter wanted to uh, remind you guys a CVAF uh, tournament coming up next weekend at Folsom, April the 13th and 14th. The uh, CVAF Honor Bound Tournament. Uh, my buddy Dick Gold and the guys uh, asked me to uh, throw that out. It's uh, always a great fun, a good tournament uh, that they've got going on. And you guys can get more uh, more information on it from uh, the CBAF.com uh, website. Or you can give Paul Baker a, a call at uh, 209-852-0157. It's a, uh, your, your uh, entry fee includes dinner on a mandatory meeting on Friday night, and they fish on uh, Saturday at Folsom. So uh, check it out. They do a, a great job there. So those are the same guys that do all the uh, uh, Toys for the Troop Kids tournaments, and they do so much to uh, uh, help out with kids. They've also got their uh, kids event coming up on Collins Lake, and they're looking for uh, some boaters, some pros to spend a day uh, fishing with the kids up there as well. So uh, check it out, the CBAF.com and uh, Dick Gold and all the guys over there and uh, see if you can't uh, jump into one of their tournaments or help out with uh, with the kids' event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. As I said last week, the FLW tournament it came down to one ounce. It was uh, it was a shootout going down. I got to uh, the weather was nasty last weekend, so I uh, I stayed in and I watched the uh, the weigh in on TV. And it was uh, it was a nail biter right to the end. I mean, it was uh, they were swapping that leader seat and uh, uh, there for a there for a while. Everyone wasn't sure what Jeff Michaels was going to come in with. And uh, when it was all said and done, this guy was on top of the heap. He's uh, he's doing what every good Delta rat does. He's headed off to go fishing on the Delta again this morning. Joining us this morning, the uh, Delta Everstart FLW champion from last week, Brian Carpenter. That's got a nice ring to it. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning. You gotta you gotta like FLW uh, Everstart Series Delta champion. That's got a it's got a nice sound, doesn't it? Uh, it hasn't really sunk in yet. It hasn't. Yeah. Well, you've been you've been so busy fishing on the Delta since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I I wasn't I wasn't expecting to win. You know, I didn't think uh, I didn't think I was going to have it. Really? So, yeah. Even when I was standing in line, I didn't. I thought I was done. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, some big bags came in. Uh, Charlie Alamassi, you know, really kind of set the bar pretty high. He was uh, the last guy in, finished in fourth with uh, with a twenty. What, what, what did he have? Twenty four ten the final day. So I mean, he set the bar pretty high for you guys. Yeah, um, you know Charlie's always consistent. He's uh, you know he's been pretty consistent the last couple of years, and uh, um, you know I'm trying to do you know because you, you trying to do the math in your head and figure out what you got and all that. I mean, they make you you stand there for quite a while, you know. But right. uh, I, I just didn't think I had it, especially when. Uh, um, well, you know, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling Jeff Michael didn't get him because he was, he was not happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next to him, but Jeff's a big but, guy and he's kind of, he's kind of easy to spot when he's not happy. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's a big he's guy. Real happy. I mean, we're not allowed to talk or anything, but uh, I got a feeling that, you know, I could just tell by looking at his face that he, he, he didn't get him. So. Well, you know, Jeff, for a living, he pulls burning trees out of the ground with his bare hands and throws them back into the fire. So you know, when he you know he's he's a he's a he's a mean guy. You know, nah, Jeff's a great <laughs> Jeff's a great guy. Well, you know, I was wondering something watching this whole thing last week come down, Brian, to one ounce. Um, are you very, are you were you real meticulous in your culling? I mean, I know you didn't catch a lot of fish. You told me you had a tough final day, but were you real meticulous in your culling and balance beaming and and you know weighing well, all the fish? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, throughout the tournament, uh, you know, even the column right can. And sometimes lie, you know. So yeah. I just use the balance beam every time. 
every time I had an opportunity to do so, I, I took the time the, to do it. The batteries never get low in a balance beam. Yeah, 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 they don't lie. So it's you know you even have to go to the point of unpinning the fish and, and put them on there without a pin, just to you know just so you're not interfering with the balance. Some of them are that close. But, uh, well, the cool part, you told me, you uh, you had them all day long. You whacked them from the start. You were confident. You were catching them all day, right? Yeah, we had, uh, you know, I was I was fortunate. Um, I really wasn't around many people. Um, you know, I ran a bunch of different areas, and, and uh, you know, we had cloud cover in the morning. And the first, the first two days were pretty easy. Right. Um, you know, you ran around, you had a lot of cloud cover little bit of wind it was kind of perfect for reaction and you know just i just ran as many as i could until it got hot and then when i got then when it got hot i went i ran back back to the same areas and and uh flipped fish and and in between flipping i would uh punch a few you know i had maybe a hundred mats uh throughout the delta marked mm-hmm. a couple of little key areas um dead hyacinth and the periwinkle, um, but uh, you know that stuff didn't seem to go until late in the afternoon. Were the fish just moving up under it for the warmth? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The warmth, and then like I said, we had the cloud cover till you know nine, ten, eleven o'clock every day. So uh, you know, um, just I just ran around. I didn't didn't really see a lot of people. Um, I ran about thirty. Well, the way the weather was last Saturday, I don't think there was a whole lot of folks out there just fishing for fun. Well, I mean, uh, the in, in, during the FLW tournament. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see didn't see a lot of the the guys. You know? Now, final day, you had uh, you had one fish in the boat. You said at one o'clock. Oh, oh yeah. Well, the the you know when, when I'm running running the program, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and sometimes it involves thirty spots. Sometimes it involves anywhere from 40 to 50, I mean, depending on what's going on in the day. Um, and sometimes you can, you can, believe it or not, you can run that twice in one day. It's not, doesn't take, you know, it takes about four hours to run all those areas, but, but it's just, uh, and you're basing where you start and what, how you run that deal by the tides, correct? Right, right. I had, I had, I had one area, um, that, that would produce every day and, mm-hmm. Lo and behold, it was it was one of the first first punch areas I came to, and I caught a three pounder on it at seven thirty in the morning. Right, and that and and you know, and on the final day, it, it really wasn't that cold outside. It was kind of it was kind of muggy. It was war- it was it was warmer, um, and I kind of had a feeling maybe this is something I could do. You know, so so I ran that. I ran a, a bunch of different punch stuff, catching a catching a three pounder at, at, at seven thirty in the morning. You know, fifteen minutes into the tournament or so was was a pretty good deal. So I figured, well, you know, so so I kind of abandoned the crank bite, and I I I knew I needed to catch a solid bag to win. Right. And uh, I had already beat up these fish two days in a row. <laughs> so what what were you what were you punching? What bait were you flipping? Oh, um, well, a couple different ones. Gary Yamamoto, I, I use a, uh, a Gary Yamamoto craw, mm-hmm. and you know it depends on how thick the uh, vegetation is. Right. And then I also use a big bite bait. Um, it's a, uh, it's like a, it's, it's a beaver with claws. Okay, fishing an ounce, ounce and a half. How big a weight? Ounce and a half, yeah. Ounce and a half, cool, cool, yeah. good deal. Ounce and, ounce and a half on eighty pound braid. And then you uh, you were also catching some crankbait fish. Um, crankbait, yeah, the crankbaits. I was using three three key crankbaits. Um, I was using a, a a red Lucky Craft, a red Speed Trap, mm-hmm. a it's a it's a, like a brown craw Kevin Van Dam two point five. So most of them all shallow running crankbaits, though. Well, yeah, but they're all different. That's all, the yeah. Thing. Is is you know the lucky craft doesn't come through the weeds too good, and depending on if you have weeds or not, you know, which and the speed trap actually goes a little bit deeper than all of them. Right. So and comes through the weeds pretty well. And it comes through the weeds great. So right. Depending on whether I wanted to fish on top of the weeds, 
uh, down in the weeds or or little weeds is, is which bait I had. So, you know, just, you know, everything, you know, some spots are eight, you know, eight casts, some spots are 80. You know, you just, you know, you just move around and, and you might run five or six spots and not catch a fish and then you just dump into, you know, five pounder, seven pounder or whatever. There you go. Well, uh, you're going out. You're going out today. You're uh, you're headed out to fish the Angler's Choice tournament. Obviously, oh, yeah. not not as much money, but uh, man, this warm weather. You guys, it's got to be exciting. Just knowing you're going to be on the Delta in 70 degree weather today. You know, uh, <clears throat> these guys are going to be in for a surprise today. The bike's not wide open. Really? You would you would oh, think yeah. they'd be pulling on the trolling motor trying to get in? No, <clears throat> actually, uh, they they moved. They made a big move yesterday, and. Uh, they're pretty. It's not. They're not as easy to catch. I can tell you that right now. These some of these guys are going to be for a big surprise this morning. Well, there you go, Brian Carpenter, guys. He's our uh, FLW California Delta uh, EverStart Series champ. Did a great job down there winning that tournament. Um, you may head off and fish Clear Lake in a couple of weeks. Uh, and see what see how uh, how that one goes. But uh, one ounce after three days of fishing is always uh, an exciting way in, buddy. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time. I know you got to get ready, get the boat in water, and head out uh, this morning in the uh, in the um, Angler's Choice Tournament. I wish you all the luck and uh, appreciate you kind of hanging out with us this morning. Hey, thanks, Ken. All right, take care, Brian Carpenter, guys, the uh, EverStart Series champ down on the California Delta, uh, getting it done last weekend. Stick around. We're going to try to wake him up. I think he's. I think he's probably up watching cartoons. It's time for a pro tip. Stick around. Now, the ultimate bass pro tip of the week. Brought to you by Gone Fish and Marine and Nitro Boats. The pros know whether you're on the tournament trail or out with the family, the last thing you want to worry about is your equipment. Your mercury-powered Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine see to it that you'll get there and back without a second thought. With Nitro's rollback to 1999 prices and top 100 dealer Gone Fish and Marine at your back, you'll get better bang for the buck than anyone else on the water. Now, Here's your pro tip of the week. Hey guys, the uh, the folks down at Gone Fishing Marine want to remind you that uh, with Easter being tomorrow, they are going to be closed. Uh, they're normally open on Sundays, but they are going to be closed on Easter Sunday. So don't plan on heading down there and buying a new boat on Sunday. You better plan on getting it done today. Um, want to uh, want to uh, remind you of that as well. We want you to circle your calendar. It's coming soon, April the 17th, Gone Fishing Marine, Ultimate Bash University with Mike Tuck, the FLW EverStart Series champ from the Clear Lake last year, and uh, as well as a guy that's just been dominating Folsom, and uh, man, he's made the cut back at Havasu, and he's got a pretty good handle on the Alabama rig. He's one of the best sight fishermen around, and and uh, Mike's just uh, just got a lot of a uh, lot of stuff to pass on. So we'll be hanging out with him, Mike Tuck, April seventeenth, six thirty, Ultimate Bash University. That's a Tuesday night. I want to remind you to come down, and hang out with us. And that's your pro tip of the week. Your pro tip this week comes from Marine Industry Certified Dealer Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboards and Nitro Boats, tournament-tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish-catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at LureNet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. If you haven't been in a sportsman's warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you get back in there. I was in there this week, and the pegs are loaded with everything you fish with. The Rockland Sportsman's Warehouse has been your outdoor outfitter for over five years. Sportsman's Warehouse, they're fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Owner, Snag Proof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head and Strike King, and their great wall of plastics. It includes Robo Worm, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Zoom, Huddleston's Pro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out in the elements, cold or hot, rain or shine. They have all your outdoor clothing needs. You can check them out at sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland. The place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything. 
everything you need. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. Westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. Westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Make plans to join Ultimate Bass and California Sportsmen for the Party Lake Jackson Rancheria Casino Media Day, Sunday, April 29th. You're all invited to come down and join the top pro bass anglers and riders from your favorite fishing publications, web pages, and fishing shows. Tag along on the water with the pros and watch firsthand how they catch fish. Work different lures and approach one of the top bass lakes in the state. Take a demo ride in a new Mercury-powered Triton, Nitro, or Tracker with Gone Fishing Marine. Ken Surrett and the Lawrence Pro Staff will be on hand to put you on the water and show you firsthand the HDS and Structure Scan Gen 2 electronics from Lawrence. If you own an HDS, bring it along for the latest updates free of charge. You're all invited to the Party Lake Recreation Area Jackson Rancheria Media Day on Sunday, April 29th. And meet pros like Gary Dobbins, Richard Dobbins, Mike Long, Jimmy Reese, Jeff Michaels, Robert Lee, Greg Gutierrez, Bub Tosh, Zach Thompson, and the list is getting bigger. There'll be fun and a chance to fish side-by-side with the top pros in the West as the nation's best outdoor writers and photographers put together magazine articles while you're right there. Who knows? You might be in one of those articles with a monster bass. Camping and rental boats are available at PartyLakeRecreation.com. Make plans and spend the weekend with deluxe accommodations at the Jackson Rancheria Casino and Hotel. Great food, fun, and adult gaming is all just a few minutes from the lake. We'll see you at Party Lake Recreation area Sunday, April 29th for Media Day. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back. You know, uh, for years, a lot of us in the West uh, didn't have a clue about sight fishing, bed fishing. And, uh, you know, the first wave of anglers from the West that uh, ventured back and fish the uh, the Bassmaster tour events and the uh, Bassmaster open events, the invitational events, they came back with a great deal of knowledge of how to uh, how to bed fish, how to sight fish. And uh, this was the guy that uh, that I always turned to. He was the guy I always went to. Um, he was uh, we always accused him of looking for his car keys uh, because you'd always see him running around the lake with trolling motor on high, uh, eating sunflower seeds and drinking Gatorade was his pre-fish and uh, always fun to hook up with the host of city limits fishing show and uh, our old buddy bassmaster elite series pro uh byron velvet good morning bv hey ken how are you you know i am good buddy there was a time when you used to uh ask byron for an interview and he'd go yeah 7 30 dude we'll have to record it but now that he has a little girl at his house he's awake in texas at 7 30 in the morning kinda <laughs> i'll tell you what i I didn't sleep well last night. You know, the news of Jose Wajeda getting killed yesterday was kind of a, a shock to me, and Dona's been texting me. I said to, to lose to lose the host of Spanish Fly like that, you know, long before his time. That was crazy. It, it's, it's, bad. it's a bad deal. It was really a bad deal, and, and uh, as I said earlier in the show, um, you know, he, he although, you know, he, he didn't do a bass fishing show. He was family, and he was uh, uh, a member of the fraternity, and it was uh, really horrible news to hear that uh, uh, that he he you know he had a had a plane wreck in uh, in in a plane that he had built and that was uh, the worst part you know it was just a, that's what I heard I heard it was a kit plane you know what I mean Zona texted me this morning and a couple of people called me last night they knew we uh, they knew we did some shows together and they knew that we uh, we were dinners together we worked we actually worked shows for Mercury together and yeah so uh, so gosh I was like you know you know you always like to see a guy like that doing so well in his in his inshore nook you know his saltwater nook was pretty strong and. 
I guess what he built the plane or something like that. Yeah, I hate to go off track from sight fishing, but I, I'm just now getting all the stories. I get a kit plane or something. Yeah, I guess it was a, it was a kit plane, and he was uh, was the only one in it, is what they said. Yeah. Uh, and it went down shortly after takeoff near his home uh, down in the Everglades. So it was just yeah. a, just a really horrible deal. And and uh, so yeah, that, in the morning I'm up, text, you know, all that stuff. It's like wow, you just you know that that, that sombers up the mood. But yeah, I appreciate you having me on the show, and I know it's bed fishing time and. All over California, hell, almost everywhere in the country. Everywhere in the country, but there's nobody, you know, there's nobody, uh, there's nobody I turn to for bed fishing advice other than you, man. I mean, you're you've been my go-to guy for how long now? So uh, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> I talk. I think I was looking for car keys, and I lied to you. I said I dropped a rod in the water, and everybody wondered what I was looking for. Yeah, what happened <laughs> to Velvet? What's Velvet doing over there? And and really, you were one of the first guys in the West that figured out this whole bed fishing deal, weren't you? Yeah, you know, it was funny. You, 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 back, back then, it was just amazing to see all those fish spawning and all those guys, you know, on a point with a Carolina rig. Drop shot didn't even exist back then. Yeah. So it was before the days of drop shotting, but you see a guy out there with a Carolina rig or a Texas-style worm, and you'd go inside and you'd see those fish, and I had so many guys tell me that, you know, oh, if you can see them, you can't catch them. If you can see them, you can't catch them. Or, or they'd say that, you know, it was a sick fish. You know, that fish was probably sick. You know, and, He was you know, sick, and okay. I, I guys actually look at fish, they're like, oh, that, that's a sick fish. I'm like, that's not a sick fish, it's a spawning fish. He goes, son, I've been fishing for years. If you can see them shallow like that, they're sick. Yeah, sick. Sick as a dog. Sick as a dog. Well, you know, let's talk Let's talk about spawning fish because, you know, so here we are in April, full moon, first days in uh, Northern California where we're really going to have some 70-degree weather, although we had some super cold nights this week. You know, it got down into the 30s. Um, and, you know, we're sitting on the full moon, and a lot of guys are headed off to Clear Lake going, oh, man, it's going to be great. We're going to be sight fishing, and they're not seeing any fish yet. Um What's what triggers it? What uh, you know? I I remember a tournament where you and I looked at the same canal for three days in a row, and I was just the lucky one on the third day. They decided to all move in. Um, I remember that tournament. I remember that day. That was uh, that was something else. Boy, they came they came running, and you just absolutely annihilated them. And both guys had given up the ghost on that one. So that was. A lot of fortitude and persistence on your part. Yeah, I mean, but they really do, don't they? They'll come in, uh, you know, within a couple of hours and set up and, and make things happen. Yeah, yeah, they do. They come in fast. And, you know, as you know, I used to sleep in the Astro Van. I used to sleep in the Astro Van. And, uh, and hold on for one minute. Let me just. I used to sleep in the Astro Van. I'm getting hauled around by these little kids. I'm taking them fishing this morning. And so. Jack will sit there, and you'll hear Jack in the background during the show if I don't sit there and tell Mom to grab Jack for me. There you go. There you go. Uh, Sounds good. But, you know, it, 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 and it was funny because if, if you could sit there, if you were sleeping in your car, it was on those warm nights that you just knew things were happening. Right. And I'll never forget one time at Shasta where it was cold all through practice, and, like, the last day of practice, the first day of the tournament, that night was a full moon, and it was I went from three covers to two covers to cracking the windows open on the astro van to sleep in the astro van and i just knew that was that was prime time and that was the that was a tournament where dobbins won and i got second you know and, and gosh darn dobbins he always wins but yeah <laughs> but i gave him a good run and i remember up there at the award ceremony going god i wish this was another day you know it was a third or fourth or fifth day tournament because they just kept coming and coming and coming and it was getting better and better and it was that cold night turning into those warm nights. That's what really triggers them, especially if you have the moon phase that we have right now, which is that you know that nice full moon. Well, what about the you know the rumors that fishermen always think that the only place you're going to find spawning bass is is the backs of pockets, all the way at the end of the creek, all the way back at the back of the cove. That's really not true, is it? You know, I've made a really good living bed fishing when people tell me it hasn't happened yet or it's already over. And that's music to a guy's ears, man. When they hear, when you hear it hasn't happened yet or it's already over, man, they already spawned. That's 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 money for you if you if you let that mindset go, you know. And what happens is those fish come in waves, and the very first wave is going to be sure the very 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 back of pockets. When most guys say it hasn't happened yet, you go as far back as you can possibly get, and you'll find the biggest, some of the biggest females and some of the biggest bed fish of your life in the shallowest water, as far back as you can imagine, because it's the very warmest water to begin with. And then it starts working its way out. And then come, you know, I, I was sight fishing in May or June at Lake Mead. If it got calm and clear, and I could look down 25, 30 foot out in the middle of the lake. Yeah. And you can do that at Shasta. You, you know that as well as I do. You know, you, there's waves of fish that start in February or March, if the conditions even get remotely close. And then they go all the way through to June or May. 
And I love it when guys, oh, there's fry everywhere, bluegill beds, it's over. I mean, yeah. I should just go out a little deeper off a secondary point or a main lake point, look down, and there's a lot of bed fish because they don't all spawn at the same time. What about glasses? You know, so many anglers wear a, a you know, 1495 pair of sunglasses with uh, some famous fisherman's signature down the arm. Um, <laughs> what, what about glasses, man? What what lens colors do you look for? And, and uh, you were always the guy that had a case of glasses with him. Yeah, gosh, you're asking all the hard questions today, man. You're, you're, you're going for everything. You're going for the gusto, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going big. Oh, we're going. We're going. We're, we're swim bait fishing. It's the BV3D on 20 throwing it. about all the details here. Uh, glasses are key, man, and you're right. The reason I had a bucket of them was I had different color lenses for different days. And, and now people's eyes are always different. So this is one of those things where your amber lenses will work for you under under the low light conditions, the yellows and the ambers. But then that really sunny day is, is the real high, bright sun. And water clarity and people's individual eyes make a big difference on this. And I've noticed that I wear Costa Del Mar's because they have the best lenses and they're the, they're the best sunglass company out there as far as sight fishing goes. For yeah, their 580 lenses are incredible. Yeah, that's the best. Now, in those Costas, in that, within that realm of Costas, you have all these different lens colors. And you'll take those, you'll take those blues and those grays and you use those on the sunny days. And then you use those yellows and those ambers and those rose color on the, on the overcast days. But this is where every guy, like, if you have a friend that has a pair, try them out because what he sees with those glasses on a sunny day versus what you're going to see might be a little bit different, and your eyes might be more complemented by a rose color or an amber color or the blue-gray. And that's where I basically had every color in the rainbow, every style and every color. And it was important to me to do that because I could sit there and really, really look, especially when you're looking hard and deep. You know, and those fish are, are, are off the bank, and they're not obvious fish, and everybody else is going over them. That's where your glasses, you know, and, and, and yours, you know, put the trolling motor down on low. Everybody likes to put the trolling motor on high and go buzzing around and think they're all Kevin Van Dam, and that's a huge mistake. Right. You, you put that trolling motor low, you back off, and you kind of stealth around a little bit. You, you look for just the slightest incongruity down there. you got the right glasses on. You're, you're seeing more shapes, and, and you're seeing white spots turn to black, and you're seeing... You know, like it almost looks like an eclipse down there. You can't see the fish. You just see kind of like a, an eclipse. Right. The silhouette of almost a bass or maybe just a dark, white, dark, white movement, and that's all you got. And those are fish that you're going to have to yourself in the tournament. Do you look for tails more than anything a lot of times? Do you the fish tail, tails moving? I hear that one no. from a lot of guys. Black. I look for anything black, and that's why tails are – when I always heard that story, you know, like I said, I look for tails. I look for – when I'm looking deep, I'm looking for anything black. And it is tails, but it's also black backs. Right. You know, and it's just a subtle black back. It's just a, it almost looks like a, a, a log or a, a very dark stick kind of moves to the side. So you're looking for that whole, that whole fish back silhouette plus the tail. And a lot of times, yeah, you see that tail fall off, you know, and you see the tail, your tail move off and then you kind of go, okay, well, it's a tail or it's a dark silhouette or it's a black silhouette. And I'm always looking for like variations of black, movement of black. That's all I'm really looking for. You know, everything else being green and everything else being, you know, every other color out there, you know, and trying to really watch for movement of black, that's my key. All right, well, let's talk. It's not always the most stylish, and it's not the best-looking hat, but a lot of times you uh, you trade in your well-known visors uh, about this time of year for a little different hat. Why? Floppy hat, yeah. I, I, it's actually, uh, a lot of guys wear them. I see more and more of them. It's so funny because they used to call me the beekeeper with a sunbonnet. You know, they gave me a, a bunch of, uh, just a bunch of, trouble about the sunbonnet and the, the beekeeper hat, but I was always looking for a way to cover up the eyes completely, to cover up the head completely. Um, you know, Aaron's convinced the fish actually can feel you staring at them, and Aaron's convinced that the that the that the, uh, when you're looking at them, you have to look at them, you know, from peripheral vision and all that. I love it because Aaron's really into this stuff too. But but more than anything, it blocks out all the sun and it gives you a really nice tunnel focus to have those big hats on. I know they look stupid. I know people are gonna make fun of you, but wear a red or a yellow or a white hat and your sunglasses i mean you're you're looking for a fish and he doesn't want to be seen you know and if he sees that red hat before you see him he's gone right he sees that white hat you know and that yellow hat and i wear blue shirts like light blue sky blue or maybe a light green nothing offensive but i wear really neutral colors when i'm sight fishing i wear a real big neutral color hat and yeah i wear a i wear a hat that, that blocks out everything there you go. Give us uh, give us three baits. If you had three go-to baits for bed fishing, what are they? Well, I, I'm going to tell everybody that's listening to this thing to try this because it's crazy and it's new, but it's that UV stuff. And, and, and if you just get a bag of it, 
and you get out there, in the, and you can tell when a guy's bad fishing because the bottom of his boat has everything. It has ringworms, it has jigs, it has pocket craws. It, has it looks like he picked up his tackle box and he forgot to latch it. Isn't that true? Yeah. Uh, you, you, in the sight fishing tournament, you look at the bottom of a guy's boat, and it's just uh, three casts with that, and it's done. I mean, they'll throw a shrimp out there. They'll throw a big 10-inch worm out there. They'll throw a little tube out there. They'll throw a lizard out there. You know, they'll throw the world that they got, white jigs, little jigs, mini jigs, and all that stuff. If a guy's doing that, and you're you're fishing, and you got a lot of baits to choose from. Try having a bag of UV stuff, and I, I'm I'm with tight lines UV, but there's other UV baits out there now because it's becoming a hot thing. Right. The difference with UV is that the stuff reflects light, and it actually looks like a beacon to the fish. It, it, it it's the reaction of a fish when you're sight fishing. When you throw all your other baits in there, and then you throw a UV bait in there, it's mind blowing. And it was one of my marshals in one of the tournaments a couple of years ago at Smith Mountain that said. Do you realize that every fish we've caught about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, he goes, you get over there, you do your song and dance. You throw the jig, you throw the swim bait, then you throw a little black ringworm in there. And then every time you see him pick up that UV beaver, that little blood-colored UV beaver, you, you sm- it doesn't take but one or two casts. And it was funny because I'm just in my mode of going through the whole the whole merry-go-round of baits. Right. And, 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 and he, you know, and I got, you know, every time I see a fish, I start off with like a little bluegill-colored ringworm, which I love, a four-inch black ringworm or a four-inch blue bluegill-colored little ringworm with a little glitter in it. And then I'll throw a jig in there. I love throwing a swim bait in there. Jigs are low-percentage low, low percentage baits, though. I mean, a jig will get a, get a reaction, but a lot of times you'll lose them or foul hook them with the jig. So I like Texas-style baits better. But then, you know, I, I started throwing this UV, and it, this one was a blood color, but I really don't know. You know, color is always the fisherman's choice. But the fact it was UV, it, it's like the fish thumped it and looked at it and reacted to it like you were throwing a, a 10-inch swim bait in there. It's that same mode where they just go ballistic. And that's where I was like, wow, the power of that UV stuff is crazy. And, and, and that's, the best for, that's, the, that's the best format to see it. So if anybody's a sight fisherman, if they buy one bag, they'll try it out. Hopefully they'll have the same results. But it's, it's, it's an amazing, and I don't care if they buy the lizard or the hog or whatever, but I use a tight line UV bait. It's crazy. There you go, guys. Well, he's uh, one of the top sight fishermen around. And uh, before we let you go, buddy, how is, uh, uh, how's recovery and how's being back on the Elite Series? Being back on the Elite Series is good. I wish we would have been in California or Amistad. Then it would have been great to be fishing Amistad or California. But, you know, we went to Florida, and I kind of, you know, finished outside the money but not at the bottom of the pack. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't where I wanted to be. I'd like to have made a check or two out of Florida. Um, the back is, is – uh, it, it's, it's a little bit of trouble. I'll tell you what, the first tournament, as they does, I went running down – down the river, all the way through Lake George, all the way to where I was fishing, all happy. At the end of the day, when I came back through all the boat wakes and the wakeboard boats and all that stuff, and my head was bobbling around, I'm like, ooh, you know what? I just, I got reminded of the fact I had surgery because a lot of the pain and everything started coming through, and I had to take a, a 70-mile boat ride through a river with nothing but boat wakes and all kinds of waves, and it was not wind-related. It was just all boat wake-related. It was really a, it was really a hard ride back, and it kind of, it made me go back to the neck brace. I'll tell you that I'm wearing the neck brace every now and then. Now I'm, we- I'm wearing it when I'm fishing. There you go. And uh, and you're going to be dressed up here a little bit later today as the Easter Bunny, correct? I'm going to. Do, they got me an Easter Bunny outfit. Yes, and uh, I think I'm going to be tailoring it up today. And Sunday morning, I'm going to scare the heck out of my daughter with uh, when, when, a, when a six when a six foot pink bunny comes walking to the room, and I'm going to see her just probably go into a stare. Well, you know what? I've hung out with you before, and it wouldn't be the first six foot pink bunny I've seen you hang out with or be either way. <laughs> I was a little bit of everything, haven't I? Yes, you have, guys. Byron Velvet, Bass Elite Series. Oh man, winner at Clear Lake and uh, Bassmaster Classic qualifier, and the really cool part is a great guy and. Uh, uh, always fun to hook up with Byron, and uh, we don't get to hang out with him often enough. Buddy, I appreciate it. And uh, Ross England's on hold. Uh, we're going to be talking Clear Lake, and I think Ross is probably getting ready to launch a boat and head over to your corner this morning, just to let you know. Oh, no, I envy the guy. There you go. I got bobbers, and I'm going to get redworms right now, and I'm taking the kids bluegill fishing today. You got it. Byron Velvet, the host of City Limits Fishing. Check it out, guys. Byron, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. See you, buddy. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. 
From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21 XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF marine.com when i take my friends or family fishing i make sure everyone's wearing life jackets last year a friend of mine fell overboard got tangled up in the lines couldn't swim and panicked his life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out does that make me feel like a hero actually yeah it does heroes wear life jackets now it's your turn take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets go to boatcalifornia.com or check us out on facebook the california department of boating and waterways if it's your boat it's your responsibility if you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in real technology, look no further than Okuma Fishing. I'm talking about the new Superlight Helios Baitcast and Reel. Dollar for dollar, it stands alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio high-speed spinning rail. 6-2-to-1 gear retrieve, moves fast, and dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hits with power. Trio high-speed spinning reel makes success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch all these reels at your local dealer or online at okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Now, it was so nice. When I was at Clear Lake this last week, I ran into my old buddy, Ross England. And uh, Ross was out on a guide trip. He was trying to show one of the old, decrepit bass fishermen from Clear Lake, guy that probably had forgot how to catch a bass on Clear Lake, how to catch one. He had my old buddy Tom Jolin out trying to help him catch a fish or two. Um, I don't know if he ever did. I'm, he probably had to go buy some minnows for Joel and get him to catch a few fish. But uh, joining us this morning from Clear Lake, my old buddy Ross England. Good morning, Ross. Good morning, Kent. How you doing today? Well, good. And I hope, uh, I know, I know he's not uh, listening. So make sure you relay that message about Joel, would you? Oh, I'd be more than happy to. You know he's still asleep. You know, that's the one thing about being part of the AARP crowd now, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you, uh, you, every time I talked to you yesterday, I heard you going, oh, oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah, fine, and put him in the boat. Oh, that's a nice one, about a five-pounder. You, uh, you caught, you were catching some fish yesterday. Yeah, we did. We caught some fish. It was one of the few, uh, live bait trips I actually have done in the last, uh, month or so, and, that 14-year-old young man out, loves to fish, thinks he wants to be a bass pro at some point, and he mm. had a pretty good day. Does he have an ambition to live in a van and eat government cheese? Well, I, I didn't really burst his bubble. Like that. That's <laughs> not my part. <laughs> That's not my job. My job yeah. is to get him some fish today so he has a good time. And Send him down to us, and so we'll teach him the rest of the deal, okay? <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Well, Clear Lakes uh, really seemed to me to be a, a little behind schedule. Um, obviously, the late rains and late cold weather it was thirty some degrees up there this uh, this this week in the morning, but uh, seems to be a little bit behind schedule. Yeah, it is. The last couple mornings, um, this morning it's like thirty four out here on the front porch. Hmm. Yesterday, I think it was twenty nine, twenty. 28. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, kind of unusual to have a couple of really cold days like this, but I'm really surprised the water temp has kind of held up. Um, we saw water temps anywhere between about 54 and 56 yesterday, which means if you get in some of these real shallow backwater areas that are, you know, lined up right, you're probably going to find 58 to 59 yeah. in some of these areas. So, you know, it's kind of been a weird year because we, I know three weeks ago, we caught a fish that was, that had just spawned. Right, you know, you just when you when you landed it, you could see some early uh, fish. Just, yeah, yeah, just real thin on the bottom, and um, it's. I think the the thing that we were most worried about up here this year was that, as low as the water was, these fish weren't going to have anywhere to hide. Yeah, they were all going to get caught. Yeah, and and the storms that have come through raised the lake two feet in the last three weeks, and I think it's there are fish out there spawning. There's no doubt in my mind about that, mm-hmm. but nobody can see them. Mm-hmm. Except for the very few small areas, right, right, which we is great. Into the state park the other day, and and we saw some bedding fish in there, but they were small ones, and there's still just a lot of fish just hanging around and cruising. So, you know, normally the spawn starts here towards the middle to the end of March. So we're at least two to three weeks behind. So April, May, and June going to be wide open up there, isn't it? 
Oh, I think. <laughs> you know, I kind of like to sight fish too. I'm not as good as Byron is at it, but gee, many Christmas. Yeah. I'm just looking at at the end of this month in May, and I'm think just looking at my chops already, thinking about what what I'm going to be seeing. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Well, guys, he's uh he's the top guy at Unclear, like the guy we always recommend. So uh, if you want to get up there and go fishing with him, give him a call. Clear Lake Guide Service, Ross England. Give him a call at 707-349-1427. Get on board and go fishing with him. Buddy, always appreciate it and uh, always uh, an opportunity to uh, hook up with you. And uh, you never know, you come around the corner, you might see that big white boat sitting on one of your favorite spots again. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, you got that right. Ross England, guys, Clear Lake Guide Service. Have a safe trip out there. Uh, Happy Easter, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Ken. Take care. I'd like to have that big white boat on Clear Lake today, thinking about it. All right, guys, stick around. We'll be right back. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, it looks like a lot of you headed to Lake Oroville to fish the best bass tournaments. And a full schedule ahead of you, you got to make sure to tie on some of the great baits coming from Wardens. you got to look for some of the baits like the Hildebrandt Spinnerbait, like the Timber Tiger, like the Pose Super Cedar Baits, or the Pose Topwater Baits. Tie them all on. You're fishing a tournament circuit that's going to make legends use legendary baits. The baits from Wardens. Good luck out there with the best bass tournaments. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. You've driven past it for the last time now discover california sportsman store that has it all at the right price the first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear attire and ammunition but upstairs it's a shooter's dream come true with all the top shotguns rifles pistols gear and accessories you could ever need including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills make guns fishing and other stuff your destination of choice when you're ready to buy or find out what's new and where the action is from train professionals guns fishing and other stuff it's just off highway 80 at the alamo exit in vacaville check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com i'm boater and angler sep hendrickson of california sportsman and i'm kent brown professional angler from ultimate bass most people know us as anglers first but whenever you're on the water in a boat even if you're out there to catch that kokanee you're a boater first which means you've got to wear a life jacket you don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth you know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. It's 70 degrees out there today. Why are you not going fishing? All right, stick around if you're not going fishing to hang out with me and Sep. If not, get ready because they're going to be biting. Throw the Alabama rig. Throw topwater, throw something. They're biting. Go fishing. From spotted bass in lakes to large mouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep-sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and 
saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fish and Marine and Honda Outboards. Never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Oh. 